Hi, I'm Dina, teacher and reluctant puppeteer turned host of La Bifana's Table, a podcast dedicated to the art of sacred hospitality, where each week listeners are invited to feast on real-life stories of hope and healing, as well as soul-nourishing conversations with folks from all walks of life who are utilizing their gifts in both small ways and large to make the world a more beautiful place. So pull up a seat, tell some friends, and become a part of a legendary story. Welcome to episode one of La Bifana's Table. I'm your host, Dina Gregory. I'm so thrilled that you are here. Not only is it the launch of La Bifana's Table, but it is a day in which children throughout all of Italy are awaiting with great anticipation a visit from old La Bifana. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with La Bifana, she's essentially the Santa Claus of Italy, who for centuries has been delivering children gifts if they have been good and coal if they have been bad. Unlike Santa who flies on a reindeer on Christmas Eve, old La Bifana makes her epic journey every Epiphany Eve, January 6th, on a broomstick, which I must say is much more eco-friendly than our favorite fat man in a red suit, who I'm not even sure is paying those reindeer and elves a living wage, but we'll save that conversation for another day. The name Bifana is said to come from the Italian word Epiphania, I'm not really sure how that happened because to me, those two words don't sound so similar. Epiphania, Bifana, Bifana, Epiphania. I mean, maybe. The word Epiphania has Greek origins, which means the manifestation of divinity. Like Baba Noel, aka Santa Claus, Bifana is well-loved in Italy and all Italian children know her nursery rhyme. La Befana viene de noche, con le scarpe tutte rotte, col vestito da romana. Viva, viva, la Befana. The Befana comes at night in worn-out shoes, dressed like a Roman. Long live the Befana. Now, you might be wondering what la Befana has to do with the Epiphany, which is a Christian celebration that commemorates how a star led the Magi or the Three Kings to the Christ Child. Well. According to ancient folklore, it is said that while the three magi were on their way to bring gifts to the holy child, they got lost, ended up knocking on La Bifana's door to ask for directions to Bethlehem. Now, I'm a little confused about how on earth they ended up in Italy on their way to Bethlehem, but if Mark Twain didn't let truth get in the way of a good story, neither will I. Now, before this fateful night that changed the course of La Bifana's life, she was just an ordinary woman known for keeping her home and village tidy and clean. But all that changed when those three wise guys knocked on her door looking for directions to Bethlehem. Since La Bifana seldomly traveled outside of her village, she couldn't help the three kings with directions. So she invited them into her humble abode, filled their bellies with food, had a couple glasses of wine, and showed the three kings a hell of a time. To thank La Bifana for her hospitality, they asked her to join them on their journey. But rather than saying yes to the adventure, she turned them down. Why do you ask? Because she had too much housework to do. Soon after they left, she was filled with deep regret. 
So she ran out of her home with her broom in hand and some sweets to search for the three kings and the Christ child on her own. Sadly, though, she never found the three kings, nor that baby. But through some divine intervention and perhaps this magical thing called persistence, every year since, on the eve of the Epiphany, she flies on her broom on a perpetual search for the Holy Child. As she travels from home to home, she leaves presents for sleeping children and coal for the naughty one until they learn how to be good. While many people may think the Christmas season is over when Santa Claus returns to the North Pole, in Italy, the holiday season ends with La Bifana, who not only brings gifts, but according to mythologist and anthropologist and friend of La Bifana's table, Jen Campos, La Bifana will sweep the floors of your house before she leaves for good luck, a symbol of her powerful magic to sweep away all the problems of the year before. Don't stay up to try to get a glimpse of this old crone, though. Otherwise, you are likely to get a little thump with her broomstick. Though I have yet to see the Bifana festivities in Italy with my very own eyes, I have read that La Bifana is celebrated in a multitude of ways throughout Italy. On January 5th, the eve of the Epiphany, many cities, especially in the northeast of Italy, celebrate with a bonfire in the town square. Venice hosts a yearly Regatta delle Befane on the Grand Canal. In Urbania, upwards of 50,000 attendees witness La Bifana fly down the town's main bell tower. Though I pray to one day witness these festivities with my very own eyes, this January 5th, God willing, 2023, I'll be here in my apartment, sweeping up my hole and leaving out a glass of wine and perhaps some soft ricotta cheese for that old crone. I mean, after all these years of flying around, she most likely has little to no teeth. Though I didn't grow up with the tradition of leaving my stocking out for La Bifana as a child, and only came to learn of her in my adulthood because of a beautiful children's book called La Bifana and the Star, her legend has become a guiding myth in my life, a reminder that we can transform our deepest regrets into magical missions and that it is never too late in life to say yes to a new adventure. In our next episode, I will be sharing a miraculous story, one that would be seemingly unbelievable if it weren't absolutely and utterly true. Thanks so much for pulling up a seat to La Bufana's table. To get episodes sent direct to your inbox, as well as other perks such as access to our monthly community and connection hours, be sure to subscribe to my Substack dinagregory.substack.com. Ciao.